Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. It's 133 in Edmonton. We are pleased to be joined in studio uh, by former Edmonton Oilers goaltender and uh, head coach. He was also head coach of the New York Rangers. He's part of the Hockey Helps uh, Homeless campaign that's going to take place here in Edmonton on Friday, May 11th. Uh, former Edmonton Oilers head coach Ron Lowe. Ron, uh, I know you're respected, and you know how I know you're respected because Wayne Gretzky rarely, if ever, in his career uh, got upset or said something that got himself in trouble. But he did the night that you got stuck in goal. I think uh, the Oilers put up 13 against the Devils, and uh, and I, 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 you know, that's 30 plus years removed now. But I think that speaks a lot about Wayne, doesn't it, and how much he cared about his uh, teammates. Yeah, it was kind of a, it was. A- bad night and uh we were we were real bad um and Gretz I think likely made one of the only bad decisions of his life calling somebody Mickey Mouse because he was mad at how they'd put me through the game in the end yeah he paid for it a bit but uh the kid hasn't made too many mistakes in his career yeah. What was it like? like you come to the Edmonton Oilers at that time, and uh, I think you came at like the trade deadline, if I recall correctly. And you'd experience, you'd r- rode some tough miles before, right? Like with the Washington Capitals and their early stages as well. Did you know when you came to Edmonton, could you see that there was a, a group growing uh, together that one day might be a, a legitimate NHL dynasty? Um. Within five games, I knew. I didn't really know a lot about them because I was playing with Quebec at the time. Right. and They were west, and we hadn't really crossed over. Uh, the night of the trade, I switched dressing rooms and played with Edmonton against Quebec, uh, which the game we won. Mm-hmm. And it was the start of, I think, we won 11 out of 13 games to make the playoffs that year. But the really nice thing about it was is that you could allow three or four goals when you played that group of guys at that time, and you had a big chance to win, no matter what. Uh, it was something that I was unaccustomed to, and basically, I said the same thing Glenn did within five years, this team will win a cup, yeah. because through osmosis with a couple of drafts. There you go. I mean, honest to God, they had such a great hockey club. It was a highlight of a career playing with them. Yeah. It was, uh, they were a good, great group of kids. Even the other day, I was down in uh, in Arizona playing in the alumni, the Coyote Alumni Golf Tournament and got to spend uh, an afternoon playing with uh, Grant Pure. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, just every time you meet all these guys and you get to reminisce a little bit. It was fantastic times. One thing, uh, you know, I lack the speed, talent, agility, coordination, toughness, and character to even play in the Western League. <laughs> but but I, I had one rule uh, growing up in the South, I, South Side. I hated uh, goaltenders that showed up. Team, like the teammates on goals. I like the goalies. Uh, like the thing about Grant Fear, Grant Fear was a goaltender you played for. 
and set of goalies that you play with. And and taking responsibility on goals is a big part of that. And Cam Talbot has a bit of that in his personality. Like, you watch Cam, and to my knowledge, he's I've never seen him stink eye. Uh, one of the Oilers' young defensemen after a mistake gets made on a goal. He's the most critical guy himself, and that's a good starting point for a goaltender, isn't it, to have success in the league? Absolutely. I've never... Uh, I've watched some pretty crazy goals happen in the last year here. And not once has he ever looked or pointed a finger other than at himself in the mirror. Yeah. And yeah, it's a it's a hell of a tribute to have as a goaltender. And your teams will play for you a lot better if you're point than if you're pointing fingers because believe me, if you don't have your team playing hard for you, you can be in a lot of trouble. Who is uh so I mean, who was the most unique goaltender during the course of your career, goalie partner that you would have had at any level? Was there any guy that was complete? Because, you know, there's this perception of goaltenders that they're a little bit different. Uh, I I think that's maybe changed a little. I think we're more sensitive to accepting different personalities today than ever before. But were there a couple guys along the way that were pretty unique individuals? Um, I don't want to date myself, but my first goaltending partner was Jock Plant. Wow. uh, You want to talk about unique individuals. Yeah. Uh, The guy invented the game as we know it today. Go out and handle the puck, uh, wear a mask. There weren't too many things that uh, Jock hasn't done or didn't do as a goaltender. Uh, Johnny Bauer was my goaltending coach then at that time. And another unique individual. I mean, yeah, I've been blessed with a couple of uh, pretty unique partners. You talked about a couple of Hall of Famers there. Uh, can you believe how much the position has changed? How much technically better? Is it fair to say they're technically superior athletes to maybe when you guys played? And Or conversely, has the equipment kind of altered uh, perceptions in terms of what goaltenders are as well? Well... I think you got to look at a couple of things. First of all, my goaltending pads were filled with horsehair. And the wider horsehair gets, the heavier it gets. Right. And case closed on that one. Right. Um, I don't think there's any doubt, there's no doubt, that the goaltenders nowadays are likely the best, one of the best conditioned athletes on the team. And... I'm not sure that was the case when I played. Um, well, I am pretty sure it wasn't the case when I played. But, I mean, right. that's just part of life. And, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I know two things about coaching. And the number one thing is, give me a great goaltender, I'll be a really good coach. And the second one, I'm not going to bother telling you. <laughs> Ron Lowe, former Edmonton Oilers head coach, uh, head coach of the New York Rangers. He is part of the Hockey Helps the Homeless. It partners with the Mustard Seed and the Jasper Place Wellness Center. It's a uh, fundraiser fantasy tournament that will uh, lace it up uh, May 11th over at the Twilliger Rec Center. That's in my uh, neck of the woods. Here's some of the Oilers alumni. Uh, uh, George LaRock will be there. Scott Thornton. You have, did you have Scott? You had Scott oh, Thornton. Yeah. He was, yeah, he, yeah, he, could, he could chuck him back in the day. Uh, Chris Joseph, who's obviously gone through a very uh, difficult personal 
personal uh, tragedy of late, uh, Dave Lumley, um, Larry Melnick, who was an underrated, uh, tough, uh, uh, tough guy, Curtis Glencross, who for a year was an Edmonton Oiler. Uh, the choice was Robert Nielsen or Curtis Glencross. So letters went down to Robert Nielsen, Doug Hicks, uh, Mark Fister, Colin Fraser, Louis DeBrus, Jason Strudwick. He's a terrific fellow. Fernando Pisani. I think he scored some big goals. Craig McTavish to name a few. We got a lot. You got a lot of big time guys out there. Yeah, we've uh, we've just got a hold of uh, Kelly Buckberger and Mark Lammer, both taking place in okay. it too. And there, <laughs> between the two of them, it'll be a. It'll be a great day no matter what. Glenn Anderson's already, I mean, also taking place in it. Uh, it's, uh, we've got, we have an unbelievable crew. Uh, once again, a tribute to the alumni in Edmonton. They show up if you ask them to do something for a charity event and always have. Uh, the tournament features 20 men's and women's teams. It'll be played all day Friday. The 2018 Hockey Helps the Homeless event kicks off uh, Thursday night, May 10th, with a reception of Pro Hot Stove silent auction that'll be attended by Oilers alumni. For more information, visit HockeyHelpsTheHomeless.com. Bob Stoffer with you, along with former Edmonton Oilers and New York Rangers head coach Ron Lowe. All right, so as an observer, and I know you follow this team, um, we had a couple of unique things happen this year. Connor McDavid had the best even strength season in the National Hockey League. Uh, you had you had Jagger in uh, in New York, right? He was there at that time. Uh, since uh, it actually predates your time in New York, so going back that far, eighteen plus years, uh, the best five on five or best even strength year in the NHL, and that any players had in the last 20 years and the Oilers did not make the playoffs. What did you see from afar uh, when you watched the Oilers play? What sort, of, what sort of things crossed your mind as to why this team came up short for a playoff spot? Well, the, you ask a very tough question. I think that uh, and watching it from, a, from the stands and from the boxes, uh, there was a there was a ton of things that went wrong. I think that uh, you looked at their first game and you thought, yeah, we are going to be a playoff yeah. team, and things kind of went south. I think they they got into a situation where I think there was some major injuries that weren't really talked about. I think that some guys weren't playing at the top of their game. Uh, everything pretty much that could go wrong did go wrong. For a period of about nine games, and take a young team and start them off uh, on something where you sh- you're supposed to be what you have were last year, and probably the Oilers weren't as good last year, and they aren't nearly as bad as they were this year. They're somewhere in the middle, and I, I think it all changes this year coming up again. And we we, we talk about next year's country because that's what it is. Yeah. If you don't make the playoffs, you're back into next year's country. Right. We have to have our defense has to be healthy. Right. And they all have to be healthy. And that way you can slot your five and sixes and sevens in five, six, and seven spots. Right. When you, when you can't do that, I don't care what anybody says, it plays havoc with your, def- mean with your defensive systems. It definitely does on your penalty killing, and it definitely does in your power play. So once you get those things back on track, I guarantee right now Cam Talbot will tell you he didn't have a great year. On the flip side of that, 
I watched a bunch of those goals on the power play early in the year. I don't got, I don't care who you do. You you put in plywood and it's going in. I mean, when you get three passes, go back and forth. Your goaltender, yeah, he may look bad on him, but there's no chance. So I, I totally believe that the that the hockey club will turn it around. I really do. I think they're they're probably beaten up by the fact that uh, a lot of really bad things happen. And, and bad things happened early. And starts to seasons are really important, aren't they? Well, yeah, especially with a young team. Yeah. You have to you have to get out of the gate and get that first 15 games and play like the team you want to be. And I think they were just fighting it from the absolutely from the beginning. And I mean, you look at it. I mean, look at it as a coach. You look at it as a fan. You look at it as I mean anybody in Edmonton. Right now, the people in Edmonton are dying. Right. Because we're watching San Jose beat. Anaheim, and we're watching, and you're sitting there going. Last year, this time that was us, and the excitement in the in the town was crazy. Right. I mean, it was absolutely crazy, and I fully expect the the hockey club to get back to that again next year. Ron Lowe is in studio, former Edmonton Oilers, New York Rangers head coach, former Oilers goaltender, part of the hockey helps the uh, homeless campaign that's going to take place second week of May uh, in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout, but not before I tell you the best pizza in the city. Royal Pizza is still making a great multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. Royal Pizza is old school. It's big boy pizza, everything real at Royal. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca That's ProAmSports.ca This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. That is uh, Connor McDavid. It is 148 at Edmonton. Quickly we'll tell you portions of Oilers Now brought to you by World Floor Coverings. Tell them Oilers Now since you received two times air miles reward miles on your flooring purchases at World Floor, uh, Floor Coverings. They know a little about hockey and a lot about flooring. Brendan, do you have anything for this day in Oilers history? Okay. Uh, it is for New West Travel. Again, we got a trip to Germany and Sweden this fall. We've opened up 10 more tr- uh, spots on that trip. Reach now to newwesttravel.com. Space is limited. What do you got? We go back to 2006, Bob. Okay. The Oilers double up Detroit 4-2 in Game 2 to even that series at one game apiece. I think Brad Winchester scored in that game. You want to look that up for me? Pretty he sure he, he did. All right, there we go. The game winner. There we go. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. you got great Oilers now. Road trip to Sweden and Germany. You see the Oilers play in Europe. Uh, call now to book. Uh, space is limited. Visit New West Travel, newwesttravel.com. So we've got our liners done. We've got Ron Lowe, former head coach of the Oilers, who uh, had uh, two of the biggest upsets in uh, playoff history. Uh, one was in 1997 against the uh, Dallas Stars, and the other was against the Colorado Avalanche in 98. As you know, everybody remembers the Todd Marchand goal in 97, but to me, Ron, the bigger upset was against Colorado in 98. I mean, that was a stacked team. Yeah, we, 
And your goalie was, I mean, Chris Joseph outdueled Patrick Waugh head-to-head, which, I mean, for you, that had to, as a former goaltender in the league and just knowing the personalities of the, the you know, of Curtis, I say Chris, sorry, Curtis Joseph, um, and then Patrick Waugh. I mean, you must have been stoked watching that happen. No, well, you go back to the, what I said at the beginning of the show, uh, great goaltenders and and I'm going to call myself a decent coach, not a great one. Yeah. But Curtis Joseph was uh, unbelievable in both those series. Yeah. But they, that hockey team, our hockey team, first of all, didn't like Colorado very much. Right. And in I think the last two games were four nothing, four nothing. Yeah. And Curtis was a big part of the sixth game, the seventh game. You guys went in there and kicked the snot out of them. Yeah. That's what I remember about yeah. that game. Because of a stupid uh, thing that happened with about a half minute left to go in the 4 nothing game. And they jumped Smith? Yeah. And, and Mars, I mean, Mats Lindgren. Yeah. Well, what kind of. And then they have the audacity to. I remember Claude Lemieux on the ice going, now you guys have to come back to Arizona. And I'm going, I mean, to Colorado. And I'm going, duh. I know. We didn't want to, right? Like, what? Anyway, yeah, it was uh, it was great. I mean, I don't think I could say enough about the character that I had on those two teams. I mean, you got uh, Dougie Waite, Billy Guerin, Kelly Buckberger, Todd. You can name them all, right? Because they were character guys. And one of the things uh, that we did in both those series, probably it ended up uh, hurting us for the next series in both uh, instances is we hit everything that moved. It was unbelievable. And we didn't have... I don't think we had much left for the next round. It's too bad, but that's the way it is, and that's the way we had to play to win. And like I said, you get great goaltending, you got a chance to win every night. I was working uh, behind the scenes uh, with Hockey Night, uh, as well as with uh, the visiting broadcast. Jack Edwards, who does the Bruins games now, was actually doing ABC, and I was doing the hit. I was the guy that was counting the hits. I was doing stats on the hits, and there were over 100 hits in some of those games. I mean, you guys were, like, seriously, there were over 100 hits. I mean, you literally just pounded the living snot out. It was it was awesome to watch, and you had to because they had the skill advantage on you. Well, we actually we were relentless and everything we kind of geared our whole game around was the fact that if we could possibly wear them down we'd have a chance and in game six and seven i think we were better than they were because of the wear down and i totally believe it and i always will it wasn't an intimidation factor we didn't intimidate and very many people at that time. We didn't have Dave Semenko or Dave Brown. Right. But we intimidated them with just body hits, like yeah. body hit after body hit. Ron Lowe joining us in studio. Ron, uh, a couple more things, and, we'll, and we will circle back when we wrap up on the Hockey Helps the Homeless campaign. Um, we had When we came back from break, uh, Connor McDavid, and i just like to get your thoughts. I mean... You're going back. You've been watching the game. I mean, you mentioned Johnny Bauer. You're, you're, you. What do you know? You're in your late fifties or early. Say, oh, you can slide me the twenty later. Uh, <laughs> like pushing seventy. Believe me, bud. <laughs> okay, okay. So, but uh, you've watched the game for a long time. How special of a talent is this guy? When, like, when you sit there, and, and I mean, it's it's you played with some of the greatest players in the history of the National Hockey, maybe the single greatest player in the history of the NHL in, in Wayne Gretzky. But Connor's a pretty unique player, isn't he? 
You know what? You can watch them uh, on a nightly basis, and there's not too many people that uh, can surprise you every once in a while. Uh, Connor does it nightly. Like, there are, there are some nights when you go, wow, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. He reads, he kind of reads the ice a little bit like Wayne. He, he does read it that way, but oh my God, his speed is ridiculous. I mean, anytime you can feed a puck off the wall to yourself on the other side of a defenseman and know damn well you're beating him, I mean, that's terrific speed. Is he the fastest, most skilled player we've ever seen, do you think? I think, yeah. I think there's been lots of guys that have played the game that have been really fast. And they were so fast they could never uh, keep up to their... I mean, their hands couldn't keep up to them. There's no way. This guy has hands, uh, an amazing thought process about the game. Yeah. But speed is just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I remember Shea Weber in a game here against Nashville. And he said it after the game. He goes, oh, my God. He said, I have him boxed off. He's closed off. He throws it off the wall. I'm going, okay, I'm just going to take him to the middle. He goes, he's gone. And that's one of the best defensemen in the league. I mean, he throws stuff at you that you don't see very often. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's circle back to part of the reason why you're here today. Ron Lowe, former Edmonton Oilers uh, head coach, New York Rangers head coach. Uh, You went to New York in a very uh, difficult time, too, coming out of 9-11, as I recall. Uh, It is Hockey Helps the Homeless. It partners with the Mustard Seed and the Jasper Place Wellness Center in a fundraiser fantasy tournament. Uh, This is a a tremendous initiative. A ton of alumni. uh, The big man, George LaRock. uh, Matt Cassian, who does some work at the other station in town. Uh, So you've got the the tough guy component worked out. Uh, you got the goaltenders uh, Jeff Delorier. Does he still have those orange pads? I tried to tell him not to wear those damn orange pads. Yeah. Too easy to pick up rebounds. He's yeah. like Bob. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm like I'm telling you. There's studies on the color of those pads that have been done. Uh, Sean Brown, Jason Strudwick, Louis DeBrus, Jim Ennis. Remember him? Uh, Al Cameron. Al Cameron coached me in midget double A when he just retired from the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Al and I played together. together. You guys, yeah, there you go. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stu McGregor was our head coach, uh, who was a scout for a number of years at the Oilers. He's now running the Kamloops Blazers. Uh, Larry Melnick, David Pelche. So you got a guy that can say, oh, Rob Brown's out there too. He's still pretty skilled, pretty slick. So some terrific people. It's a great event. Williger Rec Center again. HockeyHelpsTheHomeless.com uh, and it's something near and dear to your heart, Ron. So should be a fun event. Yeah, it is. Gord Bamford's also on there. He's uh, one of our honorary alumni now and everybody that says, well, I don't want to get stuck with him. Are you kidding me? He's a pretty he's good player. A, he's a good player, and yeah. not only that, he can sing a bit, too. Yeah. Well, that always <laughs> helps. There we go. Ron, thanks for coming in, okay? Yeah, thanks, Ver- Bob. You bet. Very much appreciated. That's Ron Lowe. This is the Monday edition of Oilers Now. Reed Wilkins will have Inside Sports tonight. Uh, he is uh, Is this a show that's currently fluid, or can we confirm? I'm hosting tonight. Reed oh. is uh, on holidays. Oh, you're hosting tonight. Yes. Oh, I thought I thought Dave Campbell was filling well, in. Well, uh, he had some difficulties earlier today. So I'll oh, be, okay. Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, uh, so they were stuck. They couldn't get yeah, anybody better than you. Third choice, right? Well, so. no, no, no. You're a rising star. Don't ever lose confidence. You know that and believe it. Oh, wait. Your whole generation's that way. You guys know you're good. So uh, the uh, uh, the guy that's uh, soon going to be making me, Wally Pip, uh, the Lou Gehring of our radio station, uh, Brendan Ulrich, will be hosting Inside Sports Night. Who do you got on him besides me? 
<laughs> well, if you want to come on, you can come on. Who do you uh, got? Pat Steinberg will be on to talk about uh, Bill Peters, Jamie Thomas to talk about the Jets getting set for that uh, series with uh, Nashville, and an update uh, from Eskimos camp out in Vegas. We're working on getting our Eskimo player on. All right, awesome stuff. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jalen I and Andrew Gross. I'll be back tomorrow. Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta. Thoroughbred Racing beginning May 5th at Northlands Park. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Offer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for any brand in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.